0: Nachos, amigos, and welcome to Hally Juku, a podcast about East Asian pop culture, uh, from the perspective of two dudes from the East Coast of the U.S. I'm Petey Rave, uh, and I have way too many empty cans of jupinha, like, sitting on a (laughs) table right over here. Uh, I probably should put those on the recycling. Uh... Here with me is my partner in crime, my tag team partner, my right hand man to my left hand side, Brandon Cooper, A.K.A. King Kaz. What up, Kaz?
1: What is up, my man?
0: Yeah, uh, we've we we're together again for the first time since we were together IRL. <laughs> uh, since we hung out in Vegas, we did the things. We hung out. We drank. We ate food. We ate dim sum. Uh, we you know we ate Korean barbecue. We drank more. <laughs> you you definitely drank, drank quite a bit. I definitely drank quite a bit. Uh, Whoa. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I entertained quite a few people at at an Overwatch tournament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was I was the mascot of overpants, <laughs> in a sense. And had Scott Johnson compare me to his uh, to a four year old (laughs) with a a little sippy cup. It was awesome. Um, Yeah how 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 was Vegas for
1: you? How how was Vegas for you? It was it was fun for me. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good time, as always. Um, It was a little bit more interesting to do more of the frog pants things because last time I didn't. Uh, (laughs) I just literally wandered the streets of Vegas every time people were like, all right, we're going to a thing. And I'm like, bye. (laughs) Um, Peace. uh, So, so, like, because I got to have that Vegas experience of just kind of uh, walking up and down the strip and and people watching and doing that the first time. So, this time uh, it was a little more fun to just. Kind of uh, go do all the things and see all the things and talk to all the people, yeah, it was
0: cool. uh we got to kind of do some really cool uh hangouts and events uh you know the aforementioned overwatch tournament we hung uh, we hang out hung out with all of our d k g fam we hung out with a lot of the the tadpool, of course, a lot of the diamond club people i I got a tattoo <laughs> uh, I got a nice diamond club tattoo, which is fantastic uh yeah it it was a fun time uh we're looking forward to now we're even looking forward to even though it's many months away the next gathering which is twitchcon (laughs) we're we're have we'll have more structured things going on at twitchcon which is kind of exciting but uh and that but possibly even more insanity (laughs) i don't know yeah yeah
1: just yeah. just insanity there's there's nothing structured that's gonna happen i love my friends but yeah we ain't there yet
0: <laughs> uh that being said we're here we're talking about east asian pop culture this is this is the here and now that we have the structure that we have here uh of course we talk about uh every episode we start off with talking about what's new what's caught our attention yeah since we last gathered kaz what, what what's
1: new what's so new for me uh is a couple of different things uh one of them one of them you clued me into and a couple of other i i I came across so this one is uh a track by henry who we've talked about on the show numerous amounts of times um and it's called untitled love song and it's kind of just like this really slow ballad um and and i know how much we've talked about like our love hate relationship with kind of ballads and love songs. These kind of very almost, well, I don't know if this one would be coffee shop. No, I don't know if this one falls in that coffee shop kind of space because it's, but it is dope. It is, it is very well done. Um, and it it just kind of shows the, yeah, this is more of like a cinematic ballad.
0: (laughs) Almost like in a sense, yeah, it's like like it belongs in a movie soundtrack. Yeah, but like in like a epically romantic moment or something. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, but I definitely enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed Henry's vocals. Um, there's just so much about this that like I don't I don't think I can articulate. You just have to go hear it and feel it. Yeah. Um, it is just a really well put together song. Um,
2: yeah
1: very simplistic video to go along with it. So it, it highlights the song a little more, I think. Um, and I think it's done well, yeah. um, to, to make him just kind of, it, it gives it a visual, but you're really, really paying attention to the song when you watch this video because of like kind of the keys that happen in it with him playing the piano or when he yeah. gets into the guitar part him playing the guitar, um, and then he's just kind of visual candy to this video, yeah. So it just, I just paid attention so much to the song, and it was like, I just love it. It's so musically. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah.
0: I, I think and the one thing I would say, like, uh, there were moments where I actually thought of like uh, of Taeyang, Taeyang's ballads, but without the without yeah. the, I would say, with a little bit less of the suaveness that Taeyang has. <laughs> So this is swarthiness that Taeyang has, uh, a little bit more of like the, the the sincere boyishness from Henry. But but yeah, I think a little bit like like especially tan's like when it's just him and a piano, you know. <laughs> like uh, I think that that is what it kind of harkens to. Uh, plus, nice Rube, yeah. Rube Goldberg machine there. Uh, yeah. 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 So. um yeah. What, what, what else are you got? What, what? What? I, I know this is this is All the right. one that uh, I, I told you about because I because I figured you'd be into it. Yeah. So this is
1: the one. This is my boy Benzino back. We're <laughs> back. Um. Uh. Millionaire Records, IBA Studio, IB Studios, Benzino, uh, E Sense. Uh. Okay. Go. Uh. It, it's very weird, right? Because this is a very braggadocious sounding song but it's about two homies going fishing yeah. <laughs> so i
0: just love it
2: yeah
0: it's a fun video it's just him and Sense just like chilling out in the random places like going fishing like yo i'm back let's just chill let's just hang out and then make music
1: <laughs> yeah uh still rocking that military haircut but you know what one day at a time we're gonna get there so benzino um I, I've always loved Benzino. Benzina has just kind of just been this Korean rapper that I have gravitated towards because he is so like his style and his his flow and his just kind of his his braggadociousness is just really well put into his vocals. Even if you don't understand Korean, I feel like you can understand it through how he how he articulates um, yeah. and, and his his vocals like. Yeah. But if you do go translate his lyrics and look at them, they're very well put together. They're very well thought out. Most of the time. There's some that that are are just silly, but like yeah. <laughs> he he has a very well thought out, well versed like rhyme stuff. Yeah, um,
0: I, I do love. I love seeing E kind of uh, making a presence. Uh, I do have I do have four words for E Sense. Uh, stay off the weed. Just, just please. We don't need you be having to go away again. Just stay here as long as you're gonna stay in Korea. Just stay off the weed and 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 keep making music. Like, like I get it. It's fun. I'm not a. I don't judge because I was here and we're cool with it. But it's not cool over there. So, yeah, you just have to play by the rules. They're not great rules. You know, we may not agree with the rules, but you still have to play by the rules. Uh, but yeah, Benzino is fantastic. I'm glad to see him back. I'm glad to see that you know he he hasn't missed a step. Uh, you know, he hasn't missed a he he still got it. I mean, it's only he's only been, he only was, was was away for like two years. <laughs> like even not even that. So it's not like he was—he went off to to retire for like fifteen years or anything, uh, but it's still cool to kind of just, you know. Now he's got that behind him; he's got the military service behind him. Now he can just go back, focus the rest of his career, and you know, keep getting shit yeah.
1: done. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it, man. I love it. I love Benzina. All right, speaking of people we love uh, and love talking about on the show, our boy. Park J. bomb J. Park, <laughs> uh, with his song "Dank." Um, it, it's re- so I I didn't say this. This is like one of the one of the first lines uh, on the comments. But it's like when J. Park is the rap, the vocal, the visual, and the dance line.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's just perfect. So yeah. <laughs> um, it's just J. Park doing what he does best. Like uh, a, a more more R and B stylish track, but but. He does have
0: rhyme here. Uh and it's just a fun J Park style song. It's just it's- Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah, J Park doing the AR and B Park thing uh that we love. Like yeah, it it's it, it's it's just damn good. Like I uh, I love that uh, like I like we said, like he, he does the rap parts. I, I, I he, he's 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 functional. He's a functional rapper. Uh <laughs> he, he in exactly what he needs to do, uh in his style and the style of songs that he raps in. Uh he does exactly what he needs to do. Uh he's not going out there he's not gonna he's not gonna give uh, MF Doom a run for his money or he's no uh he's no uh fucking Aesop rock. <laughs> but he puts out party bangers. Uh but the but but and that's fine. But when he gets into his R and B shit, that's his that's yeah. his wheelhouse. That's that's his bread and butter. That's his forte. That's where, you know, he makes babies. That's where well he's not <laughs> making babies, you know, but but he makes he helps other people make babies.
2: Make, make yeah. But, you know. Yeah.
0: It, it is... It is, uh, it is just fantastic, and I love it. And, and Jay Park is, is just is just a be- beautiful man.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. No, um, but it, right, I just enjoyed this, and and for some reason, if you haven't listened to J Park up to this point, it's this definitely a good track to go check out. Yeah. J Park. Uh, just a dope, 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 dope song.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Jay Park.
1: I. I. I really
0: hope that that whole—I I didn't put it. I was originally going to put it in the headlines, but at this point, it was, it was just because of our schedules. We didn't record uh,
1: back then, and uh, now at this point, but it's there a There also monthful. has been a lot of confirmation of, uh, like we were also waiting to see if other people reported it or talked about it, and it hasn't. There hasn't been much story to uh, a, a possible report, and I forget which which news outlet, but a possible report that Jay Park was going to retire.
0: Yeah, he said, like he posted on on Twitter like, "Yo, I'm, I'm gonna retire in a couple of years." It's just like, oh, okay, <laughs> like, uh, and then like, oh, this, this is no 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 room in the game for me. I was like, okay, like, uh, what? <laughs> uh, and then there's has been no word. He's just been doing his thing. He's just been co- going. No, nothing else. <laughs> but.
1: It, I don't know. Look, we all have those moments of weakness where we want to quit, but you know what I mean? Then you then you, come back around. Yeah. So um, I'm hoping that's what happened with, with our boy,
0: Part J Bomb. Yeah. I'm getting dank. Uh, but moving forward uh, to some other stuff. stuff, uh, I have a couple of songs, a couple of interesting tracks. Uh, this song kind of just kind of popped up because I'm subscribed to one, the K on, on YouTube. And it was interesting because it, it involved a chick with a guitar. And I was like,
2: okay, let yeah. me see
0: that. <laughs> uh, it is a song by a solo, a newly debuting solo artist, uh, Soyun, uh, who is yep. a member of a band. I believe it's Sesso Seso Seso neon, I believe, or Ceso neon, uh, coming out with a kind of a going solo, uh, uh, bitch, none in solo, uh, kind with a track. And this one was, was kind of caught my attention because it's really cool. Like it has a very cool, like Neo soul vibe, like almost like a nineties Neo soul vibe in a sense. Uh, it had a cool mm-hmm. like attitude to it. it. It was a fun song to listen to. Uh, like, mm-hmm. it, it, like the the music, the the like the musicality of it, uh, like the instruments in it, like, uh, it has a cool like, like, like like soulful feel to it. It's it has a it's a nice mid tempo tr- or I don't know if it's mid tempo or up tempo. I don't know about things like these things, but uh, it has a good tempo to it. Uh, the video is cool. Uh, I do appreciate. Uh, so you're uh, finding and uh, bringing back. Uh, I was going to say plastic pants.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, like, you're you're out here talking about all these things. And I know the real reason you linked this video is because she has on the plastic pants. It's it's OK. You can admit it. You can admit the real <laughs> reason you like the video is for the plastic pants. She brought back. We all know it. The classic. We all know that's why you were here. We all know that's why we're here. It's the plastic pants. Yeah um
2: but no but it is, it is a yeah.
1: really really good song it is a really good she she has a, a, an amazing like raspy jazz singer style voice um but it's very like neo soul uh um, yeah and it's really good
0: yeah it's just a really cool track and i think i'm looking forward to kind of seeing what she does going forward as an artist like this is one of those like it's not a central K-pop track, but this is a very well-made, very cool track that I think people should should not skip over. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, so, yeah, Holiday. Uh, the song is Holiday. I forgot <laughs> I forgot to say. Uh, the song Holiday by Soyun. Uh, but moving forward. So, just when we had her back... Uh, we have her back again it's two <laughs> comebacks in a couple of months for park bomb this time kind of like a surprise this was kind of announced it was kind of like a surprise thing that was announced uh, a collaboration that kind of caught me off guard but got me all excited uh because it's like it's the collaboration of one of my one of my all time favorite groups with one of my all time fav- with one of my other all time favorite groups that is active right now. Uh, well, in they're one of my all time favorite groups and they're active right now, but you have Park Bomb, uh, Formula 21, uh, of course, Our Girl, uh, f- featuring Queen of Mamamoo in a song called 444 or 4 hours and 44 minutes and it's a it's a really nice song it's a it's definitely a, it's it's park bomb singing and she's she's great uh and, and if you kind of like you you kind of have to accept that this is park bomb's voice and it will be the park bomb's voice forever uh and that's fine it looks it sounds nice it may not sound like a you know traditionally great but it sounds really nice and she's great uh and yeah. this song is I, cool i, I
2: think
1: she has that thing like for for like a lot of people where Mariah Carey is weird for some people to listen to, and it's like it she may not in in your sense of traditional singing, but it sounds good, you know like it 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 sounds good when you listen to it
0: yeah she's great and i'm 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 just happy to see her doing things, and then we wean uh comes in and does fantastic uh in her feature um and she sounds amazing as as always and it was a nice little surprise little collaboration Uh, it's almost like like the the fan uh you know it's the 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 fan the the successful fan uh moment because uh we in is we in and huasa have like done like twenty one songs that when they did talent shows at school they were twenty one fan girls like back in they day, growing up. So now one of them is actually collaborating with one of the members, and it, it is it is fantastic. It's one of those really cool moments, uh, and it's just a fun yeah. song. Uh, yeah, this is a homemade made song. And what, what what did you think? What else?
1: No, I I I loved it. I I think. The only problem I have is I feel like they missed a marketing moment of the song being 4 hours and 44 minutes um and then having the song be 4 minutes and 44 seconds. Yeah.
0: <laughs> could have had like, it right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: That would have that that would have sent it over the top for me, man. Yeah. That would have sent it over
0: a, the top. An, an extra like uh post bridge verse and a chorus and you know,
2: bring something else. Yeah,
0: you're right there. Like a little like swell in the middle. And you have it in four minutes. Oh well. Yeah, maybe <laughs> they'll they'll have like a remix rearrangement later on. That actually makes it that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah. Still fantastic. Still fantastic for, for these these two amazing talented women. Um all right. And finally, uh so this one I, I kind of swapped out, uh, swapped in at the last possible minute because I remembered that this dropped like today, uh, as of this yeah. recording, uh, and it's one of those things where it's like uh, I, I swapped out that the twice song "Fancy," which is uh, it, it's a good song. It's uh, I it had a whole thing about calling them the k-pop John i mean we can always Cena. talk about it next week it's, it's, but we can talk like,
1: about it yeah. not talking about it now I mean, we can't ever talk about it. yeah
0: so we'll, we'll probably talk about it later on or you know we'll, we'll bring it up but uh i wanted to talk about this because this is this is kind of like after after so much time a little bit away and after kind of some of the turmoil uh and previous i mean th- this is not the first track that they've dropped in in these past like bit of time but you know, it's the it's the continuation of the lead up to their their uh, next album and tour and everything. Uh, so it's 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 cool to kind of like it, it's exciting. Uh, Baby Metal dropped their newest yep. track called Elevator Girl, uh, and it's a really cool track. It's very it, it has me intrigued to see what they have to offer with the the album. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that, but it's a really cool track. It has, it has some nice like heaviness. It has you know it has that classic baby metal sound. It has you know the heavy like heaviness in the sound. There's but there, there's enough going there. I think
1: I don't know. It, it it has this thing in the in the beginning build up. It literally like reminds me of like a video game, like. Like a, a bullet hell or or a, like some very high-paced, like the, fast video game is what it reminds like me of. Like, like, like I a, I think I'm listening to this the next time I play League.
2: Like,
0: like, uh, shut the fuck up. Doing what?
1: Alexis
0: is like... Stop. <laughs> uh, Freaking my voice assistant over here. Well, one of my many voice assistants. Like three of them in this room. Uh, it's too much. Uh yeah, it, it is like I was trying to like think of the game, like Kig- Kiguruma uh Kigurumi? No, no, that's a that's a that's a pajama. Uh fucking Izu is- 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 Yaga it's Itsu it is Yeah. Uh, Takamaki about Takemo- oh, damn it! It's that game. It's that, that bullet hole game where, uh, the fucking the, where you're either red or blue, and then you can absorb the matching color bullets. Fuck, it's that gonna forever? Yeah, forever and ever. Um, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. And then like it, it swells up into a nice buildup, and and like it, it once it gets into like the song, it gets going. It, it is a it it, it, it it does a really cool job and i'm looking forward to seeing what more we get from the from the full album uh and from the tour um i did do a crazy thing um i have right here from ticketmaster um farewell could be a ticket to see baby metal at the forum in la nice uh so i did a crazy thing uh I haven't figured out... I mean, it's far from now. It's like in October. I haven't figured out flights or hotels or whatever. But that's going to be a thing. Also, they also announced a, a, I mean, a is show.
1: It, is it going to be around the time of TwitchCon, maybe?
0: Uh, it's going to be a Twitch month is, I,
1: don't know, I don't even know when TwitchCon is. TwitchCon
0: is last weekend of September. Uh, this concert uh, okay. is October 10th. Uh, which uh, is probably a little the crazy thing is probably a little bit too much time for me <laughs> to just make it one trip so i'm like i'm probably gonna have to yeah. really fly out to san diego one weekend and essentially uh, z- two weeks later <laughs> like or a week and a half later fly out to la uh just because like, i don't have that much pto or at least i don't want to burn that much pto uh <laughs> uh because i have other trips that i have planned like media weekend. Uh but yeah, I also have the fact that they they announced uh, the whole tour, uh the US tour, and they're gonna they're opening up in Orlando and I'm tempted in September in early September. I'm tempted to make the drive and mm. go see Baby Metal twice this year. <laughs> like like it it's it's crazy, right? No, it doesn't it's no yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do it. it, is. I'm, gonna do it. Yeah. I'm gonna see baby metal twice this year. Um <laughs> so I'm I'm looking forward to that, but yeah, Baby Metal, fantastic. I'm I, I'm I'm looking forward to to what uh uh what comes up. Uh, did yeah uh yeah, it's got me flustered. Baby Metal's got me flustered.
1: Uh, it does. Are, you're, you're out.
0: I'm like hyped because Baby Metal is just a a very cool. Un, it's such a beautiful, cool, unique group that uh that just i'm so excited for and i'm so hopeful for uh when it comes to like their sound and their, their style um yeah fantastic stuff all right that being said that brings us to the end of what's new i bring us to the end of this half of the show um let's get down to the nitty-gritty of some headlines why don't we join us <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the headlines here at Halijuku. Uh, we are talking about some topical topics, things that are going on in the world of East Asian pop culture, things that are happening, things that are popping, the news, the, the, the things. Uh, we're talking about, you know, things that are happening. Uh, let's get down to it with our first headline um, EXID are not breaking up. They're not disbanding. They're not breaking up. No. No. Uh, So, uh, the big headline that happened is that uh, it's right now as uh, EXID did debut in 2012. It is 2019. You can do the math. That's seven years. Uh, It is the year of reckoning for a lot of 2012 groups. Uh, It is the year that, you know... The, the you know, uh, the of the franchise players get sorted out from the opportunity costs, and contracts either get signed or don't get signed, uh, and yeah. or some franchise players decide, hey, let me check out free agency. <laughs> you know, like uh, it is it is an ex- is an ex- exciting. Harrowing time for people who, you know, who love, uh, K-pop groups and people who stay in groups. Uh, EXID's time is up. Well, not time is up, but th- this is their, there's their, their year. Uh, and we have Hani and ha uh, are going to part ways from Banana Culture. Uh, are going to guess you know, seek out, uh, other opportunities, seek out other agencies. Uh, while the other three, Seulji, uh, Ellie and, and Hyerin, Are sticking around uh, and signing again. That the word is that they will not be disbanding, which is that's always the word. (laughs) Until unless there's a bad breakup, there they will always say they're not disbanding. Uh, They, I mean, the good thing about them, it's not like they they are. It's not like like I said, they aren't breaking up because they actually do have a genuine bond. At least it seems. Uh, you, you never know with these kind of things, but at least it seems they have a genuine bond, especially with kind of like having to go so to through so many ups and downs together. You know, long t- yeah. the, those couple of years where they just weren't doing anything, <laughs> like two, like two, or, like two or so years of of being in a dorm, not working uh, together, uh, living together, and but and then succeeding together through you know through their hustle. Uh, they've they've bonded over the years, so they're. They're fine as human beings who like each other. Uh, the key thing is: are they gonna be? Are, are they gonna be able to continue to do projects together? Are, this, are they gonna now that they're no longer under the same agency? Will there be a priority in the group activities over what the individual activities, especially for the art for the the two that will be leaving and joining new agencies? Obviously, see Hani kind of like? going out and doing her kind of like general entertainer person uh you know commercial uh actor like endorser entertainer possibly actor we'll see uh and then junghua obviously has always been on track to be an actor uh you know, just just especially lately, and, and she's going to be pursuing that, especially because uh, that's her big kind of bigger dream uh, for herself and for her career. So we'll have to see. I I'm hopeful for them to find it because they, you know, they work well together.
1: I and, mean, so so there's that thing, right, where you can work at a job and you can make genuine friendships with people and you can and they can become more than your work friends um but it could still be not the not the job that you're you're projected to continue you know what i mean like like yeah
2: there,
1: there are places that i worked where it's like cool at some point i'm gonna plateau and then leap to something else that isn't here anymore but man there are people here that that I really liked working with and I really enjoy as as humans and not just work friends yeah and i think this is kind of one of those situations where where You know, being in that industry isn't always the best, but we've always talked about the leapfrog that happens of sometimes people go into the idol industry to get to other places, whether it's a solo music career or whether it is to be in the idol industry or whether it is to do TV movies and and other things. Sometimes the, the easier way of that route is to go through the idol industry. And I think this is one of those where it's genuine right they actually became friends by being formed together as a group they really do support each other but at the same time you have to be happy that that they're being allowed with with what seems like no fight to take that leap to the next thing that they want to do
0: yeah um really cool things they are going to continue uh their Japanese promotions for another year with all all together because I I mean yeah. that's still you know that is still a thing a that contractual obligation yeah. so so that's still standing uh, and they are going to have a comeback uh, like I think like next week uh, they're going to have they're release a new track uh, and I'm looking forward to that because there's a couple of really cool comebacks
2: Look, uh,
1: like next week so. We thought this was going to be a party tour but it's a farewell tour which makes it a bigger party, you know what I mean? Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. It it still
0: is what it is. Yeah. Um I think uh it you know it, I I have faith in Ellie forcing everyone to, into the studio and <laughs> just uh, we're going to do something else. Was like, okay. <laughs>
1: but uh you yeah, know forcing them into the studio, but uh we'll see. Uh the... Like we have to remember the fact that a lot of these a lot of these K-pop groups initially started out with the same ideal as as the Japanese idol industry, where it was supposed to be people kind of come in and rotate out, you know, um, and and the group name was supposed to persist and the group way of promotion was per- supposed to persist, but the people were were going to be different. And I think what happened was we came to this thing where, where personality stood out a little bit more. Um, and, and we didn't wholeheartedly believe in that system. So this is what makes it hard to to have these groups and lose these groups. Whereas if you look at AKB, where where I initially got into AKB, pretty much none of those people are there anymore. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So we're, and it's still AKB. You yeah. know, and they still do the AKB variety show and they still do all these other things that they do but it's 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 a rotating door and you yeah. always understand that yeah
0: it's a it's a odd like uh ter- that odd like in between where they have some influences from the J-pop idol industry but they but like everywhere else they still allow well like even in Japan most for regular groups uh they allow the the brand to still be assigned to the personalities uh, yeah, and let the group be the group, and then if it's time for them to move on, the group moves on, and you—it's a whole new brand I guess, brought in, if anything. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely a different beast when it comes to AKB or the 48 Uh Speaking of the 48 <laughs> uh the the other shoe finally dropped, uh, or is finally about to drop. Uh, Mahoho Mahoho Uh, Maho Yamaguchi is going to, uh, well, they announced that she's going to graduate uh, officially from uh, NGT48. A big part of that, you know, the whole restructuring uh, and, you know, a lot of the the canceling of different, like, subgroups and things like that and the whole reset, uh, the whole new 52 or new 48. It's like, the, it's like the new 52 on in, in comics, but this is the new 48, the new NGT 48. Uh, and she, alongside uh, Reina Hasegawa and uh, Riko Sugahara, uh, are set to graduate. Uh, they're going to have a joint graduation theater, a, a joint graduation concert uh, on May 18th, so like a week from this recording. And... it's one of those where this is the other shoe dropping this is like i kind of like joked but we we knew this was coming uh you know this it it, it's it was what was meant to happen the relationship wasn't quality like uh and they would have they are definitely and they have this is one of those things where the four, Aks we we, we thought oh, every time we would bring up a, a, a like a hypothetical, we would think like no, they they wouldn't think that they could get away with that. They couldn't think that they would get away with you know trying to hide, put, you know, brush this under the rug, you know, like this or just graduate this person, but they they've tried <laughs> they've tried to ignore it they tried to like oh no this wasn't this this wasn't this do a phony investigation of this and do it like that, and people have not been having it and they and they're gonna try you know they're gonna have this it's just the inevitable uh they're even uh finally filing a lawsuit against the men who assaulted uh maho uh which you know they they even though they allegedly said that you know they concluded no member was involved uh it it, it you know the this is something which is something they should have happened like months ago like like it says on the Asian yeah. uh, Nokia article um yeah it, it is good to see that they're not being allowed to get away with this crap like this is bullshit they're not getting away with uh they're not being allowed to get away with brushing it on the rug they're not allowed to get away with ignoring it uh people are pushing them on these things fans are pushing them on these things and they they're i'm not gonna say that they're doing a good job because they're not but at least they're being harassed they're not harassed they're being pressured to not ignore it and to actually do something of substance, they won't. But at least they're being pressured, and they—they're not going to get to just get away with things. Um, I don't know. What, what's your impression
1: of this? Um, my impression is like um, it—it's—it's—it's it's, it's bad. It's just—it's just bad corporate environment, right? Where it's like everything has to be fed up this chain and then back down it and rather than just doing the thing that you know, you are already are supposed to do or need to do. And then it, it it's this thing where, like I said, right to, so, so with the 48 of verse, right? Because it needs to be this persistently clean thing that lives through It, with or without its personalities when you have somebody who becomes an integral member and then something happens your best bet your best chess move is to then remove them yeah. right because then it, it feels like you have removing all the bad and it never happened but yeah. it just it just goes to show that that bad corporate environment you know yeah it is
0: it is all the all the not fun parts of the the of the idol industry, uh, yeah. and it, it's almost like yeah, I can definitely just observing this from that from this to all of the things we talk about how like transient things are and how almost you you, you could almost feel like. You know, all the girls are expendable. All the members are expendable, and all those things. I can definitely see how, at some point, it stops being fun to be a fan, like, like, and very quickly. Like, um, it is, it is a harrowing thing. But I mean, it 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 is what it is. I mean, uh, I wish it was better. It is what it is, but it shouldn't be uh, this way. Um, It is. I would say it's fair to say that this is not unique. We just kinda see it on we just kinda see it more blatantly. Um almost like it, 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 it's fascinating to kind of see the 48 of and AKB in these groups because it almost like feels like it's a it's a um diorama of the entire of an entire eight idol industry as a whole like it's a small diorama of how the actual the idol industry as a whole works it just you know like especially like the k-pop industry the k-pop industry on large is like a mass scale version of what happens A K B. uh people are arbitrarily chosen to be the people that are featured uh and debuted and have songs uh while others struggle and uh you know don't get to do anything while and be lost in the sea of of people (laughs) you know like because there i mean there's a crazy article i don't know how true the number is but talk about how there's like a million uh k-pop wannabes out there like there's a million people out there auditioning and uh, training to be in uh, k-pop groups uh, obviously this is a, in a multitude of different agencies at different levels um uh, and it almost makes you think of like all of the all of the young athletes wanting to make it big in sports like all of like all of the young kids playing high school football dreaming of the nfl not realizing that not realizing that how narrowly that funnel closes down to like how little you know a chance there is, and they kind of beat themselves up and put their bodies and their minds through this like this uh, this torture and this like this machine to then not do just not go nowhere, and then they have to like live their lives. You know, like afterwards. So it is just it is a fascinating I don't know. I, I don't know if it, any of the, all of that made sense, but just like looking at the 48 versus AKB, that diorama of it's almost like it's an industry in and of itself. It's an entire industry in and of itself. Uh, but that's how the industry, idol industry works as a whole, just expanded. And almost like how so cake pop is and how the pop industry works as a whole, just in a bigger picture where you don't see all the gears. Uh, huh. Does that made any sense? <laughs> yeah,
1: um, no, uh, it did. It just is. It's a very complex thing, and it's very kind of hard to to articulate a, in. Yeah. In in a small form like this, you know, yeah. why why we still love this thing that seems so toxic.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh it is fascinating to, to to kind of observe uh as much as it is not fun to observe. Uh speaking of uh the relationships within K Pop and J- you K know, pop being influenced by J pop uh N C T forty eight, I mean on one twenty seven, uh they're sasangs, or their stalkers, let's just say stalkers. Uh, to stop making a, a special word, uh, it's just stalkers uh, invaded their privacy at the Houston stop. They, they're as NCT One Twenty Seven are touring the U.S. and I think they're actually they just were here in Miami, I believe. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, which is crazy, uh, but they weren't Houston. Uh, there was so yesterday as or. You know, a few days ago, uh, sightings of NCT 127 were called out for taking videos and going through the private space of the members on their tour bus during a stop in Houston. Uh, Fittingly, they were caught. Um, I'm reading the Asian Jockey article. Uh, just as I'm going to go ahead and read it. Fittingly, they were caught thanks to posting the evidence themselves on social media, which were delivered after a backlash, but were saved by others. Uh, unfortunately, it went even beyond that as she stayed at the same hotel and followed them around the city as well. Uh, so this one, at least, this one member somehow got access to the tour bus, followed them around Houston. Uh, they they apologized on social media for for all they they apologized on social media for all intents and purposes, uh, but mostly about posting it publicly.
1: <laughs> this is so there there's a lot of weird hearsay in this um that i think there's a lot of things that need to be sussed out right um there is no there is no official report anywhere as to how they were given access to the tour bus right let's start there um what, well, a what bus they said, something. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what that's what Twitter and everyone else said is they they bribed the bus driver, blah blah blah. What they said is ah. the bus driver let them on to help clean up and do some things, and they were recorded when they weren't supposed to. Um, then obviously, there's the following following them and things, and and staying at the same hotel, which could be that could be seen in a, in a number of different ways. Um, is, and there's a lot of, there's definitely a lot of, of mad at you. Cause I'm not you <laughs> that are, <laughs> that are in a lot of these threads. Um, but there is the key thing that I think we should hold on to. The two key things are the, the following them around and recording them. If they were, if uh, obviously if you were asked at some point to not do it right. There there is obviously like you're a fan of a thing and, and in some light doing that is okay. Right. Where, where obviously you're there to show your love and, and, and support. And and sometimes that's okay. Most of the time it's not unless given some kind of, kind of due permission. Um, The staying at the same hotel, like, it is it's a flip flop to me right where it's like obviously if they that one can go either way i'm i'm not going to i'm not going to harp on it could that.
0: Go, it could go either way depending on whether you can prove that they did it deliberately right cuz um, uh, so, so, you could they could have booked a, a good hotel they could have had the money to book a decent hotel in houston uh and oh shit! It just so happens to be the one that yeah. their tour manager or also booked. That them. could be
1: <laughs> literally the closest hotel to the venue
0: that and they're
2: going like, to. play. You know what I mean?
0: Like, it was like oh shit! There's a room at the like the right near right the venue. It's like oh I could like I could get myself ready for the concert and then go right yeah. there and not have to like do you know because you know when concert day you're kind of like the transporting yourself to the concert can be kind of like yeah. if you can do as little of that on that day as possible. Where like if you're doing going there for vacation and all your other stuff you can just like when you're casually like, you know, touring around and doing like fun touristy stuff, you can you don't mind um, uh commuting a little bit, but when it's concert day, you kinda wanna just like all right, I get myself ready, dressed, washed, clean, get my stuff ready, and then just walk right over to the concert venue. Yeah. That
1: that could be very well. Yeah. So And and even even The post that that people are trying to call her out for for, or or them or whatever literally says, oh shit, I'm staying in the same hotel as NCT. And like, I'm like, so it's so crazy to be in the same building. Not like, oh shit, I'm like, I booked the room right next door to them because I fucking read it on the Reddit that said where they were going to stay at. It's literally like, it sounds so like shit to me w- yeah. in a way so yeah, yeah. there are things i definitely don't want to want to like attack these girls for because enough of twitter has probably already done yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. what i would what i would say and, and this goes to all fandoms right learn learn how to control yourself <laughs> right yeah. uh Ugh. I don't I don't I don't think most of the things she posted about seeing the tour bus in the the parking lot, taking a picture and being excited for the thing that you're there to be excited about is bad. Right. That's not bad. Um, Being on the tour bus, you probably should have thought about that. Even if you were given access by by the bus driver, I think that's one you should think about. Right. But I think I think most of the people who are calling them out for this would have taken that same fucking opportunity and probably been a lot more shady. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and following them around is just the biggest no-no that that I have a problem with. Yeah, that is the biggest thing in here that I have a problem with. Do not, under any circumstances, do that. Like, un- unless it is expressly concerned, like. That hey, it's cool to like like we're gonna the NCT is gonna walk around the city and and go to like these public places and hang out with fans and do this we're, kind of we're stuff. All,
0: we're doing a we're doing a a meet and walk you know, like a walk yeah. a meet and greet walk through Houston downtown Houston. We're all gonna like we're gonna to these places. Obviously, they would never do that just because the <laughs> the crowds that they would create would be insane. But like if for what we're talking about not NCT other groups that might be a little bit, fe- other like people or, or entertainers is they're doing like a meet and walk or meet and greet, you know, structured meetups, structured and organized and uh, coordinated meetups where you're, where it is planned for you to be there. Uh, that's Okay. Yep. Yeah. Just don't, don't and, follow. and
1: and like there's so many people who are like, you shouldn't have been taking pictures of the bus. You know how many tour videos from rock concerts I've seen where like the biggest thing is to take a picture of the bus? It's like this this like, oh shit, there's the bus for blank and blank, You're like mm-hmm. for Aerosmith or, or this person, and it's like kind of a, a cool thing to take a picture in front of the bus. Because taking a picture in front of the tour bus is not like it it. It's a photo op. It's not an outright invasion. It's like, yo, I went to do this thing. Here's the thing for the, for the, you know, like, like sometimes it's very welcome. I I think in rock and roll, it's a little more welcome because of, because of the culture to do that. Um, and, but I think because of weird saucings and weird fandoms in K-pop, these things that would be normal culture, um don't seem normal cultured
0: yeah yeah um
2: yeah
1: i think because uh, you because no matter what right and 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 i bet you everybody who, who thinks they're thinking rationally and, and 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 even the people at at asian junkie probably just automatically assume these these kids were weird af because when i started to read this i automatically assumed these kids were weird af but then as i read the comments and i'm like there's no first hand accounts that came from any of these other accounts because these were then posted by other people who saved the things after the people deleted them um yeah it's It's hard because you're taking second hand information from a judgmental source not 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 a a trusted vetted source you know what i mean yeah. like like i i i s- i sometimes harp on Asian junkie because sometimes they lean a little bit, but when you're in that sense of journalism, you gotta start it level headed yeah. just to get the facts out before you you show your leanings. Which which to be fair,
0: Asian junkie has never been a it's not a it's not supposed to be a news like a news or journalism. True,
1: so. true. Which is <laughs> why I I don't try to harp on them too much.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's just it's just a it's just a blog of a dude and he just does a pretty good job of checking your sources and and like it's like it's like the daily show i'm
1: thankful for because (laughs) Because i was able because they did so well on 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 giving you a lot of source information that's how i'm able to then take that extra kind of journalistic sense to be like well let me see what's deeper here let me see what what this thread you know, like if I keep pulling on this thread, let me see what's at the other end.
0: Yeah, is like is like the Daily Show, uh, like John, like especially with like John Seward. Like it, it's it's a first and foremost, it's a comedy show, it's a comedy blog, but it's just that they do on in their comedy, they and their and it's satire. Uh This is less satire; it's just observational com- yeah. comedy or just a casual blog. In that they're also really good at doing the fundamental things that, like, like checking sources, being you know double checking, make sure they have the yeah, right still, translations.
1: Still, still better than most American blog news sites. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, what? Huh? Yeah. Huh? What the fuck? My light. I gotta fix my light. Uh, where, where, where is the lie? I don't know. I don't. I, I don't detect lie not detected. <laughs> uh, but yeah like we'll have to wait and see right. well we'll not wait and see it's just you know don't jump too too many conclusions but fandoms out there just calm down uh chill chill, chill. Like we said before you're at a 12 we're gonna need you at a two <laughs> uh but speaking of crazy fandoms uh Formerly of 101 Kang Daniel uh this is the last little headline uh just cuz like it, it's a cool little thing i think we talked about Kang Daniel's like uh contract issues uh court accepts Kang Daniel's request to suspend contract with LM Entertainment uh, con Daniel's lawyers recently released a statement about their legal battle with LM Entertainment, updating fans with the good news that courts have granted their request to suspend the con- his contract with the company. Uh, you can kind of read the statement; kind of just goes into much detail. Uh, he uh, himself took to to Instagram to write a letter to fans, letting them know, reassuring them. Obviously, it's not over. Obviously, because there's appeals and things like that, and you know, companies yeah. like that like to. I can drag it out to the last possible moment you know ble- bleed every you know everybody try um uh, but it's a big moment it's effectively his ca- contract is suspended at least it's not canceled but it's suspended uh so he's able to just go out there you know and work <laughs> he can work now like which is which is a novel thing uh so it's an exciting moment for fans and for him you know he can earn money and again like and there's big money out there to earn'. because, He's a like he's a big like talent that he has presence, and he's gonna get lots of commercial deals, and he's gonna, you know, he's gonna get a lot of offers for TV shows and and things like that, and he's gonna hopefully be able to release new music, and uh, and that will. Go up the charts and and to you know because Kang Daniel and One Hundred One are are big time. If you if you don't have if you don't feel the presence of how big One Hundred One just in general produce One Hundred One groups, but especially One Hundred One, uh, it domestically. Just understand that they were right. Like I, I I've thought about it before, they were right up there domestically uh, with BTS. Like like uh, maybe not BTS now. This very 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 moment. Yeah but like a year ago they were right up there, at least domestically right up there. It was the, them two. So understand that level. (laughs) Uh, So, and Kang Daniel was a big face of that group. Uh, So it's, it's cool. It's cool to see that uh, he's going to at least be able to have this big step going forward. Uh, So long process, but he has this step going forward. Well, did you? What are what are your thoughts? What what did you? I mean, feel
1: it. It it's it's a small win, but but the battle persists. Yeah. <laughs> um. But but hopefully hopefully things work out well, not amicably, well. Yeah. Which means hopefully he gets to get out of his contract, and then hopefully he gets to go and have his pick of where he goes and and who helps him further his career. Yeah um so hopefully we'll, we'll have hope to see how well it goes
0: for him going forward but uh luckily this is the next step now the process continues but this is this step at least allows him in the meantime to 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 keep getting that bread uh, yeah. get that bread Ye- that yep. yeast as it were Uh <laughs> require that uh that, that lithium uh yeah so all the best luck to kang daniel wish you luck fighting um yeah that brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of Juku. yes it does kaz you you've got you've actually quite got quite a bit going on what's going on
1: uh we still got sports odds and ends uh we just recently wrapped up our talk about vegas and the the nfl draft and and our what our teams respectively did and then some of the hot picks happening over there so if you care about football and all those things go and check out the latest episodes of sports odds and ends over at sports odds and ends dot com um very lacking has been the DKG Walt Podcast, but we are looking to get back into that soon. But if you do want to hear our lovely voices, go and check out next Tuesday this coming Tuesdays. So whenever this comes out that Tuesday or, or previous um
0: <laughs> it'll episode. be this upcoming oh, Tuesday. Night I'll attack. make sure this gets this uh, is up soon. Uh <laughs> yeah, this upcoming Tuesday. I like a couple of days what I'm saying about. Uh these yeah, Kaz and Curly are gonna be on night attack uh yeah the with the with the boys uh brian brushwood and justin robert young the reason why i have this tattoo uh well part of it but also all the other yeah. idiots that, uh, that i love and hang out with <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah uh so I look forward Th- that's gonna be fun i'll look forward to to harassing you two in the chat uh and then yeah, and also keep an eye out for the episode of DKG Welp y'all recorded uh, with Justin Robert Young. As soon as that comes up, <laughs> hopefully, uh, <laughs> y'all should, have, y'all should have just let me edit it.
1: But you know. Uh what? No, it's just there's a, no no. I don't know. <laughs> it's no, an I, it's an audio podcast. Yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. Uh that being said, go check it out. Uh, go check them out at King Kaz. uh I'm at PD Rave everywhere. Uh, the show is Halliejuku. Uh, Halijuku.com or KpopPodcast.com. Podcast.com. Uh Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Uh Rebelli TV on YouTube. Um, well didn't I tell you? Don't you know? Yeah, check us out. It, it, uh, like, share, subscribe. Um, Check out. Do, uh, give us reviews. Give us comments. Give us feedback. Let us know what you thought about the different happenings in the K-pop. How you reacted to some of the things that happened. Well, you know how, how much. You know what, what. What are your thoughts? Let's have the conversation. We'll have the back and forth. We'll get some feedback. Uh, yeah. Until next time. Do all the things.
2: Hasta los huevos.